Okay, in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Uh, good evening, everyone. We're continuing our uh, study, Gospel of Saint Mark, and uh, going through Chapter Two, um, and moving on with that again. You know what we've been talking about before. Uh, I get the 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 mission and the uh, service of our Lord Jesus Christ, starting with uh, beginning of of Mark, the the, the Gospel of Jesus Christ, Son of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we talked about the, the preaching, talking about the teaching, uh, talked about the, the uh, immediate and urgency in the relationship itself between Christ and between the people, moving from one world to another, moving from one house to another, uh, going into uh, teaching, being uh, trying to be distracted by the all the miracles and the healings, and he's keeping his mind on in on 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 what he wants to do which is teaching the word of god and uh talked last uh uh week about the the beautiful encounter with levi right uh and and transforming him into matthew and then uh going from there that opening um uh, opening the 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 link to all the uh, sinners and the tax collectors and everybody that uh, they are able to um, come and he is in the midst of them and as we said before what is he doing in the midst of them he is teaching he's still teaching so uh let's start with with uh, with the uh, the the passage of this uh today and see what else is happening between between here and between the rest of the 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 chapter you see that there is something that's very important that is actually happening here which is again you know he's trying to to uh do something that's very important which is uh in a way explaining more and more of the idea of uh, why is he coming as the physician to heal the sick, right? So that's what we talked about before. Uh, and that's where we stopped, which is in, again, uh, Mark 2, uh, chapter 2, verse uh, 17, which says, again, when Jesus heard these, he actually told them that something that is very important and something that he can uh, continue to declare and continue to uh talk about it more and more which is that uh, that this is what he's here for this is what he's here for so 217 when jesus heard it he said unto them that uh, our whole have no need the physician but they that are sick uh, need the physician and in order to make this more and more uh, clear to the people he started with kind of three things you know again the the idea of the uh, the, the the great physician the idea of the bridegroom and the bride and the idea of the new and the old the new and the old so those three things we're going to talk about it more and more we talked about the physician we'll talk more about the um the 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 bride and the bridegroom and about the new and the uh old the new and the old so uh let's let's look at this more and see exactly where are we at here. Let me share the screen with you so we can um, follow the text and then go from there. So Mark again, chapter two, and we'll read from 
uh, 18 till uh, let's take it one 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 thing at a time and see how how that is working so uh, when Jesus heard it he said unto them they that are whole have no need of the physician but that are sick let me just change the translation here one second there we go And when Jesus heard it, he said to them, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. We talked about this again uh, last time, an idea of opening our hearts, not necessarily opening our literal homes, but opening our hearts in order to uh, accept everybody else. Then, going on from this, now John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting, and people came and said to him, why? Do John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, can the wedding guests fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away for, from them, and then they will fast in that day. No one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. If he does, the patch tears away from it, the new from the old, and a worse tear is made. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the wine will burst the skins, and the wine is destroyed, and so are the skins. But new wine is for fresh wine skins. But new wine for fresh wine skins. So this is this is the passage of this today. What, what do you think the, the 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 idea behind that? Again, going from the 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 true physician the physician that came for the sick into going into the uh, example uh, or the parallel or between the bridegroom and the bride and then between the new and the wine what is the one kind of thread that links everything together what do you think of that any thoughts Maybe he's talking about how our nature needs to be in order for us to express like new wine is in a new wine skin. So our nature had to be renewed in order for us to accept Christ like he had to die for us to uh, gain salvation before we accept the faith and accept salvation. Can you guys hear me? Now we can. Now we can, okay. Bruna, can you repeat again, please? Sorry. Bruna, where does he go? She's on mute. There we go. Did you hear anything? I think no, my phone closed. Repeat again. Sorry. Okay, sorry. Um, I was saying, just as we need new wineskins for wine, our nature had to be renewed in order for us to accept the salvation of Christ. Okay. So this is one thing, is he's talking about actual renewal, not just, you know, following things, which we'll talk about it more and more. Yes. How about the idea of, or the parallel between the, 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 the bride and the bridegroom and coming again from the 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 whole you know the thread of the physician the bridegroom and the new and the old what else can tie everything together 
Abuna, I think this might be a bit too broad, but I, in my mind, it's just like the connection is like God's presence um, is like to me, like the connection that I'm seeing between all the different aspects that he brings up, whether it's like the physician or the bride and the bridegroom. And with his presence, then we become his bride and then the old becomes new. And like, I don't know, that's how like it's kind of tied to what Midna was saying about like salvation. It's like that's yes. what he's going to do. Yes, that's a very good actually connection that you know his presence brings everything. His his presence brings everything. When when and 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 not only that, but it brings you know again you know the physician is healing the the relationship between a bride and the bridegroom is a life long relationship, and the new and the. Uh, and uh, and the old is is the matter of that you know again the transformation as Myrna is talking about. So so here we have something that's very very important, which is you know one thing that he wants to say is you know when once you are healed there is a life to live it right. So and that life is up and down, and that life is is you know maybe it, it, it's, it's again as we say you know Myrna and Yusuf probably heard that from me a hundred times it's not about expectation in marriage right it's just about you know that we're together and as as a husband and wife are together then we accept that life so the question comes is after the healing what's next right what's next i am yes he said that you know what those who are sick do not need but those uh, to a physician but those who are those who are sick needs the physician right and then okay so what is after that what is after that you know how can I maintain that healing, right? How can I maintain that healthy life? Now I'm healthy, now I'm healed. How can I maintain that? And that's a question that is very important to ask because a lot of times, again, you know, you, you, you we're so much focused on certain things, but we don't look at the, 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 the long relationship itself, right? So again, if you think of it in this way, like after, after being healthy, right? What, how can we maintain that healthy relationship? What comes to your mind? Abuna, kind of like, I feel like when Christ talked about here also about fasting, and he says like when the bridegroom is here, um, his disciples won't fast. And then when he goes away, they will fast. So it's like, don't fast from Christ. Like, don't like leave the focus of having him and focus on, for example, like bodily Things because like the Pharisees and the scribes were essentially doing like the fasting to get praise from people like they would stand and they want the praise and they want the recognition so I don't know if I went too far and maybe I'm completely wrong but like just like that connection that Christ is saying they're focusing on me and not the bodily aspects of the world you're close actually because again when it comes to again bridegroom and a bride and, a, and it comes to the idea of 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 a feast of of joy right fasting is also from the old testament fasting people would fast when they actually are mourning within when they are you know sad so they are and that's what he's bringing in here you know as long as there is the bride and there is the bridegroom you should be what you should be joyful right you should be joyful yes there's some there will, there will come the time to fast and as we can understand fasting now in a different meaning but the idea here is very important which is again being there as the bridegroom we should be enjoying as i was talking on sunday you know what as as Irenaeus was saying enjoy his goodness right enjoy his goodness can i really enjoy his goodness in the ups and downs can i really 
you know, why would I enjoy his goodness? Because I'm healthy, right? Or even if I am sick, I can go back and become cured again, right? And this is 100%, again, is our understanding of the Eucharist, right? That the medicine of immortality, yes, I am struggling, yes, I am making mistakes, but I have the open access to his presence that will keep me new, right? And that's why he goes on after this with the idea of the what? Of the new and the old, right? So it's very, very important concept, actually, very important concept that a lot of times we don't look at it. I think sometimes we get stuck at, okay, like what I need, I'm struggling with this, I need to be healed. And then after this, I'm going to get sick again. And then um, again, I get stuck into that, into that cycle without knowing that, okay, part of the healing is the maintaining that healing, right? And in order to maintain that, I have to actually live it. The best example to live it even from the time, from the beginning of the time that he is the bridegroom and his people are his bride. The whole church is his bride that, as St. Paul says, that he brings it to himself without blemish and without wrinkling, right? So the, it's, it's a very important idea of this. Um, one of the things that I was reading, it's, it's in bold here, uh, I'll share it with you, and maybe you can just also talk about it more. Uh, this is from the from the church fathers about that particular uh, parallel between the, 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 the Christ and us and the bridegroom and the bride. He goes, the presence of the bridegroom goes from the time that the incarnation of our Savior was first promised to the patriarchs, it was always awaited by many upright souls with tears and mourning until he came, right? So that idea of that, that people have been waiting and waiting and waiting for him to come, uh, even waiting in tears and waiting in mourning until he came. From that time when after his resurrection, he ascended to heaven, all the hope of the saints hangs upon his return, right? And that's what he said, as you see me, ascending i will come back again soon and that's why that soon kept like okay now where is he coming when is he coming right it was at the time when he was keeping company with humanity that his presence was to be celebrated so when he coming again or he coming as a human as incarnation that is what we are celebrating so what we're going to celebrate here again whether we're celebrating this in a couple of days with the western calendar or in in a couple of weeks less than two weeks that is the idea of we're celebrating the bridegroom that is coming in the flesh it was at the time when he was keeping company with humanity that his presence was to be celebrated then it would have been unfitting to weep and mourn again how can, how can we fast? How can we be weeping? How can we be mourning for while he is in the midst of us? For like the bride, she had him with her bodily whom she loved spiritually. She had him with her bodily because he came in the flesh, in the body, whom she loved spiritually, right? Therefore, the bridegroom is Christ, the bride is the church. And the friends of the bridegroom and of the marriage are each and every one of his faithful companions. So this is what is important here, that each one of us is that what is the friend and is the, 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 the people who are celebrating this. The time of his marriage is that time when through the mystery of the incarnation, he is joining the Holy Church, the Holy Church to himself. The time of his marriage is that time when through the mystery of the incarnation, he is joining the Holy Church to himself. 
So just a thought to talk about it and think about it more and more uh, of the idea of, again, being, being our uh, bright room. But that only, not only something to celebrate, but something also to give us what? Responsibility, right? So what is it? You know, when you talk about, again, a bride and bridegroom, a husband and wife, what are those responsibilities? What does it mean to be his bride, basically? Well, Abuna, I think if we're going to take a look from the perspective that why God even gave Eve to Adam was for her to be his aid and to be his helping hand. So, um, like, I think it's kind of the same perspective here. Like, we're here to help Christ fulfill the message and like how we were studying, was it what, Hebrews? I lost track. It was before um, Hosea. Um, Hebrews, yes. Yes, so we were studying the heroes of the faith, and it was said that without us at the end, nothing is going to be complete. So I feel like it's that same perspective that how God, the reason that God gave Eve to Adam, it's the same reason why we exist for Christ is to help mm. him, a message. Mm. Yes, so that, that brings back again the purpose, the, the main the main reason for us, right? That, that and, and it kind of uh, personifies that love Right? Because it's not just you know uh, an abstract, but no, that love became actually very, very, very personalized as him coming for each one of us and coming to be the bridegroom for each one of us, right? But also gives us that that responsibility again. I was reading something here uh, to that, that that says that salvation from from sin involves much more than a person knowing about Christ. So. And this is what that parallel is. It's not just knowing, it's not just following. It's not just having good feelings. It's not just, you know, I feel good because, you know, I am a church goer and I'm, I know my scriptures and no, but it's much more than salvation comes when the sinner commits himself or herself to Jesus Christ and says, I do, which is back again to the, to the wedding. You know, salvation comes when the sinner commits himself or herself to Jesus Christ and says, I do. So big part of that, again, is that, you know, am I committing myself to him or not, right? Am I committing myself to him or not? And, and that commitment is actually not just not just a one-time thing or not just a word to say, but when I say I commit myself to you, that means, that means too many things. Emma, welcome. You made it. So what does that commitment mean? You know, let's talk more about that. As, as he said that, you know what, that, uh, that uh, back again to the text, you know, uh, now John's disciples in verse 18, now John's disciples and Pharisees were fasting and people came, said to him, why do John's disciples and the disciples of Pharisees fast, but yours do not fast? And then, and Jesus said to them, can the wedding guests fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. They cannot fast. So again, being in that in that wedding, being in that uh, 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 banquet, right? That means that we are committed to him. We're committed to him. What? What? Again, it's it's you know, if, if you look at it in a practical way, what does it mean to be committed to him all the time? What does that mean? One of the things that 
that we are committed to is uh, the understanding of we are sharing what he has, right? So sharing his wealth, sharing his power. And we've talked about this before when we were talking about in Hosea, right? That he is the one that gives everything and whatever you have is from me. Remember the wine and the oil and the wheat, everything that you have is mine, it's not yours. So understanding that, being committed to him, meaning that I understand that whatever I have is actually his and it's, I'm sharing this uh, with him, right? It also means back again to the idea of enjoying his love, enjoying being with him, right? That, that enjoyment. And I think that enjoyment is very, very, very uh, kind of open-ended thing, you know, when, when we talk about looking at our relationship with, with God and uh, as you we were talking on Wednesdays with the book, like, is it really something that, that makes me feel uh, or makes me understand that I'm enjoying that relationship or it becomes more as a as a heavy uh, weight and as a heavy uh, thing that you know, I don't think I'm good enough. I don't think that I am praying enough. I don't think I am uh, faithful enough. So it has that, you know, becomes a load and becomes a, a heavy uh, burden that uh, instead of I'm enjoying my relationship with him, it becomes always the feel of guilt and the feel of being, you know, uh, not giving enough and not worthy enough and everything. So again, I think that understanding that you know, what it's just being, you know, under his protection, being, you know, having that, you know, understand that he is the bridegroom that uh, that makes makes that relationship more enjoyable. Uh, not to say that we excuse to slack and excuse to 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 not to, to to be faithful, but to understand the dynamic of the relationship itself. Right? How many of us are struggling with that dynamic? Like really. I feel that my I'm always kind of like feeling guilty because I am not good enough for God, versus I'm actually enjoying being his in his wedding. Or how often, not just not shouldn't say how many feel that. How often do we feel? We are under, you know, that that relationship is a burden, and how often we feel like no, it's actually, it's an enjoyable relationship with him. Um, I think Abuna, at least personally for me, I think when I look back at my spiritual life, I would say that maybe towards like the beginning, especially like after, especially like the honeymoon phase that you have with God, right when you start getting really close to Him, um, you start feeling that you feel like you're not good enough you start comparing yourself to other people's levels of spirituality. Um, and you talked about this before, how sometimes we look at the saints like they're non-human and then that gets us into the wrong mindset. And um, we start feeling very, um, like we can't even compare it to them, like not even to any level. But I feel like after um, you just like experience more and more with God and you taste like the sweetness of him and go through more tribulations and um, you fall sometimes and um, be victorious at other times. I think mm -hmm. that guilt goes away naturally, at mm -hmm. least from my experience, but mm -hmm. yeah. 
Yes, I, I agree with you, Julian. It's again the, the understanding of the of the if I if I said that before the dynamic of that relationship. Again, that it is it is a long and a lifelong relationship, right? And uh, I might have said this before, but again, that example that actually you know somebody was asking one of the of the of the fathers, uh, you know, uh, what does it mean to continue a relationship? With God, like now we know Him, now we started the relationship. But what does it mean? What's next? And then the answer was like, what is next after a husband and wife get 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 married? There is no next. There is life to live, right? There is life to live. So that life to live has that all all those things. But uh, but but hundred percent, I think a lot of times not understanding that uh can 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 hinder that relationship right and can make it again uh, not that what Irenaeus was talking about that uh, that uh, enjoy his goodness enjoy his goodness it's, i think it's it's it's, it's, a, it's an amazing uh statement when we say that you know uh, in him you know it, there, there is there is a beautiful you know two verses actually that are like uh, uh, in the same in the same chapter, but away from each other, but they're very very important. In uh, in uh, in uh, First Peter, in First Peter, uh, chapter two. If you know verse four, and then verse nine. First Peter chapter two, verse four and verse nine. Somebody can read uh, verse four first of all. I can Anybody. Go ahead, Julian. <laughs> As you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God chosen and precious, you yourselves like living stones are being built up as a spiritual house to be, did I go past it? Yeah. That's that's good. So yeah. in the, 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 the beginning of verse four, it says that you come to him as what? Living stone rejected. You come to him, right? That's what it says in the beginning? Yes. Yes. And then verse nine. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellences of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Marvelous light. Why do you think Peter talks about that marvelous light, specifically Peter? Sorry, but I wasn't. Uh, which which book is that? Is it this Peter, is First chapter Peter four? chapter two? Chapter First two. Peter chapter okay. two, verses four and verses nine. Right. Is it because Abuna at some point of time, like even after he was called by Christ, and then after Christ um, was crucified and resurrected, he went back to the the darkness. So then. He had to experience the light again, or to him it was like more um, of a big deal. This is one of one thing that he was, but 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 seeing the light, you know. Remember, Peter was with John and James on the transfiguration, right? So he saw that light, that that marvelous light. So that light is is always on his mind, right? And he talks about this several times that we've seen him, right? We've seen his glory. So 
what, what is that? How is that related to what we're talking about now? Is again, we when we come close to him, right? When we come close to him, and as it says in chapter in verse four, as you come to him or coming to him as to a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious. And then as we come to him, we come to the what? To that marvelous light, right? That changes again from the old to the new, as we'll talk about it here in the next couple of minutes, right? So, so that life that we live becomes living in the light, right? And, and I think, again, looking, looking at, at, at our understanding of the relationship, again, again, my question is, how often do we think of the relationship as coming to his marvelous light, right? A lot of times we don't. Because again, that light should penetrate, right? Our, our whole being, right? And then it, and, and that's again, was exactly the statement that we talked about in, on Sunday and from Irenaeus, that living in the light, right? That we can enjoy his, his goodness. So I think we need, we need to really pay attention to this and understand that this is the, the dynamic of that relationship, right? Bride and bridegroom coming, in order to again, there is no reason to mourn and to 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 cry, as it said in that passage that we were reading here, right? There is no reason for that. But again, you know, with with that with that in mind, you know. How can we keep this relationship back again to the point of how can we keep this relationship an, an, an ongoing relationship, right? With 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 difficulties, with things that we go through, you know, how can uh, the eyes being always, you know, focused and connected on the bridegroom himself? I think that's where the next passage comes very, very important, right? Because when, when the next passage comes in as no, so after he says that the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them and then they will fast in the day. And then he goes on, no one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. If he does, the patch tears away from it, the new from the old and a worse tear is made. And no one puts new wine into a wineskin. If he does, the wine will burst the skin and the wine is destroyed and so are the skins, but the wine is for fresh wineskins. So you see again, you know, I've been healed in order to maintain that healing and stay and continue to be healthy. I need to understand that he is the bridegroom that brings that glory, brings that light, brings that joy. But then now in order to keep that mindset, I have to do what? I cannot mix between the old and between the, the new. What is the old and what is the new? What is it that we cannot mix? Is it our nature? Is it the nature or is it something else? Uh, is always say, go ahead, Emma, sorry. Your old self and new self together. You, okay. And what determines the old self and the new self? How we envision God? How we envision God? 
which is through what? Well, the way you live. The way we think. Mindset. The way we think, the mindset. That's why, again, going back to St. Paul, right? Transformed by the renewal of the mind, right? So here, what is he saying is we cannot, we cannot do something that is very, very back again to what I said earlier in the beginning of this of this of this session today, which is knowing that we are committed to him. The one thing that we do a lot is we try to compromise. Back again to the text itself, back again to what was happening in Mark. You know, he he he's he's saying this basically to whom? Who is he talking to here in that in the text itself? Who came to him and told him, why, why are your disciples doing so and so? The Pharisees. The Pharisees and John's disciples, right? So when he is talking to them, he's basically actually addressing them, right? Why is that? Why do you think that he's addressing the Pharisees by, by saying that the old and the new one cannot do this and cannot do that? I have one quick question. Yes. Um, so where it says, and the people came and said to him, and then they asked him about John's disciples and the Pharisees. So the people were the Pharisees and John's disciples, like they were. Where so, does it say, and the people? Um, It's in verse 18. Okay. Now John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting and people came and said to him. Yeah. Yes. Why do John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? So the people are including them, the Pharisees and the disciples of John, and including other people that they are gathering around them, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the, the Pharisees and John disciples are like, you know what, elite, right? People were looking, looking at them and to them as those are the, the, the teachers, right? Especially mm -hmm. the Pharisees. Those are the teacher of the, of the people, right? These are the people who are keeping the, the law and keeping the Torah and keeping all those things. So here they are. And we know them that, uh, the, 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 that they are fasting now and your disciples are not fasting, right? So there are people surrounding, influenced by the disciples of John and disciples of the Pharisees, right? Yeah. So when he start to say that, what, is, what, what are they trying to do here? They're so, hey, Abuna. Um, yes. So <laughs> he's, 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 I think he's comparing the old law to the new law. Okay. He's comparing the old law to the new law. Okay. The Pharisees are the old law. He is the new law yes. or the new way. The new teaching. Remember again, exactly. the teaching, right? right? And remember again, we said several times that he's teaching with what authority. Remember? Yes. Yeah. And they, they heard and they learned that. So what they're trying to do here, the Pharisees, are, what are they trying to do? They're trying to keep what they have, but add of the good teaching that he's teaching, right? He, they're trying to pick and choose. Okay, we don't want to let go of the old. We don't want to let go of, of the things that we are protecting and the things that we are, you know, uh, 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 holding on to. But you know what? His teaching are okay also. So let's maybe add something to his, from his teaching and keep our own way and let's become something what kind of mm, maybe new. It's not really new, right? And Abuna, were they maybe also intimidated by his authority and they just didn't want to feel like 
they're left out from the glory he's getting from the people too. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. They they are the teachers of the law, right? They are the people who are in control. They are the people who are who who who, who get everything and the authority and the and the, and the ego and the everything from from who they are. So when they see that there's somebody else coming with new teaching and teaching with authority and keep teaching and teaching and teaching back again to teaching, right? He goes, okay, this is this is good. This teaching is good, but we are not willing to do what to com to commit hundred percent. We want to compromise. We want to compromise. So let's keep our faith, keep our tradition, keep the way we do it, but maybe add a little bit from what the way he teaches, right? And then we come another unknown thing, <laughs> right? You see that happens with us or not? In what way? Yeah, it happens with us when we're when we're willing to adopt some things and not let go of other things, right? We're willing to compromise. Yes. But not but not full heartedly be committed. Yes. That, and that's very, very, very dangerous mindset, although it is very easy to get into it because it's very comfortable right it's very comfortable you know yes. why would i leave the old you know I, i'm just you know here's my life here's my way here's my everything maybe i'll just pick up a couple other things on top of this and and be okay right but because that that doesn't last that doesn't last if you put if you if you patch you know and this is something that's very important that christianity is not about patching ourselves about transforming ourselves A lot of times we, we continue that mindset that we can just patch our life, right? But what, what is the end of this? What is the result of this trying to patch our life? We're neither hot nor cold. We're lukewarm exactly. and I shall exactly. spit you out of my mouth. Exactly, yes. One of the things I was reading says, salvation is not a partial patching up of one's life. It is a whole new robe of righteousness. It is a whole new robe of righteousness. But it's very easy to just like, okay, let's patch our life. Let's patch our life. You know, add a little bit of service here, add a little bit of prayers here, you know, uh, whatever, whatever. Just bring something new. But we're not willing to do it. That's why, again, going back to St. Peter, you know, uh, uh, in Peter, um, first Peter again, and chapter two, still, there is a beautiful verse here that talks about um, that renewal. It is verse. Um, verse 24 and 25. First Peter chapter 2, 24 and 25. The last two verses of the chapter. Peter, go ahead and read it since you're talking. You have the mic. 
Uh, we don't have that ready. I don't have the text. <laughs> it's okay. The mic, not the text. <laughs> yeah, the mic, but not the text. Okay, that's the new and the old. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> <laughs> Yusuf, are you alive? Okay. Go for it. You have it? Or you're stuck in uh, the old? <laughs> I mean, I can. Okay, First Peter, chapter 2. 24 and 25. Okay. Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we having died to sins might live for righteousness. Okay. Just wait, wait, wait here. Wait here. Who himself? What again? Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree. Okay. So what will happen? That we having died to sins might live for righteousness. Might. That we have been dying for sin might live for righteousness. righteousness. See the old and the new here? Yeah. So, and he talks in this as what? What is the grammar here in this passage? He who died already, right? Mm. That we, what? Might live. Might live. So you see the past and the? Present. The current and the present and the future also, right? Mm -hmm. He has done it already on the cross in order for us to continue. We die every day, as St. Paul says, right? We die every day. We leave the old every day in order to relive for the, for the righteous, right? And then after this, continue, Yusuf. By whose? Yes. Mm -hmm. By whose stripes you were healed, for yes. you were like sheep going astray, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer mm. of your souls. Yes, you were going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and the overseer of your right. So this is this is another again. It's 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 uh, it's a fact that we should know and the life that we should live, right? The idea that we die every day because he died already. Right? in order to live. And that is, again, the, the difference between just, okay, you know, being or, 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 or following certain commandments and between actually living for him, right? And again, as we were saying, this is how we continue that healthy life, being healed, right? How we continue being his bride is by continuous denying the past and moving on to the new and the past and the new here or the old and the new is the mindset again which way should i go which way should i go again the idea of patching our lives what other examples that we can just to be more practical that we can probably from our own struggle that it is easier to patch than to deny and to renew everything How can we be sometimes trying to partially patching our life? Abuna, this is kind of reminding me of like the that we're reading for Wednesday, like how we were talking about the healing and how like, for example, you can just like blame it on whatever situation that you had in your past history in life like for example whatever sin like I have anger issues so I blame that as I always saw 
whoever growing up had anger issues or whatever it is, as opposed to looking at it as something that I need to heal. So by just like hanging the issue on somebody else's shoulders due to the past, that's like, in my mind, that's like patching, but it's getting the new nature is like actually accepting that it's a problem, my own problem. And regardless of my past, Christ has the authority to heal it mm. and to help me overcome it. And then that's yes. the mindset. Yes, that's a great example, Gina. Just again, not not having the, the 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 boldness and the courage to face our own past and our own uh, real problem, and just kind of try to cover it with with whatever without actually going through the 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 struggle of of you know uprooting again, uprooting from from everything. Yes. What else? What else? Other examples. Why is it easier to patch? Why is it easier, even without example, why is it easier to compromise than to commit? Because it doesn't evolve or it doesn't, um, I lost my train of thought, sorry. What about, what about being too complacent and saying, I, I, don't, I don't need to do that. I'm good where I am. Right. Yes. There's enough, I do enough and you know it's yes. it, it's good and, and what's the reason of being complacent why why am i settled with what i'm at abuna maybe it's because um we're used to the same old habits hmm? like you just fall back on it and say oh well this worked this time for such and such or this worked and i right. can do it again and i'm you know right. i'm just not going to lift a finger yep yep it's you know just just easier lifestyle easier easier running away from from the struggle again running away from the commandment that he said unless you carry your cross and follow me you can't be my disciple right so being being kind of relaxed on 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 what we are used to right yes i think i'm probably trying to find segues into the spiritual life for an easier path to avoid like the pain like for like for example, like we know that we have to carry the cross. Like there's a true meaning behind that, but you try to like take like uh as like the mini shortcut to and you think you're gonna pass it that way, but that can work literally in everything else in life except your mm. spiritual life. Mm. But as humans, I feel like we adapt our normal lifestyle to our spiritual life when um like God is not like anything else that we really deal right. with. Right. That's a great point. Also, just just this is lifestyle in general, you know, just kind of and it goes along with actually our busy life. Right. Like I don't even have time to sit down and just dig deeper and go through the 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 the, the whole process. I'm just like I'm very, very busy. So let's just patch things for now. Right. Because I don't have time for 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 something else. So I'm missing the whole idea of actually that, you know, I remember when I first came to the States, I was working, I probably shared this with you before, I was working as a housekeeper at Marriott Downtown Minneapolis Hotel. And uh, after a while of uh, just working as a housekeeper and cleaning rooms, and then, you know, I guess the, the manager at that time was very, very happy with what I do. And then he, so he created a new job for us, which was what? 
to be deep cleaners. Like, oh no. So <laughs> it's not like I have 18 rooms a day to clean. Now I have, you know, maybe two, three rooms to clean a day, but deep cleaning, deep cleaning. So you go into the room and just turn the room upside down. Really, as, as you're starting from scratch and deep cleaning, right? And again, it needs more time. It needs more time, it needs more work, it needs more effort, it needs more uh, awareness, it needs more everything, right? So, so, so that deep cleaning is, is not patching, right? It's not just, okay, gonna have, you know, uh, 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 clean a couple of things here and there and, and, and uh, tidy the room and no, it needs that actually go in and strip the room and, and do everything, right? And I think for 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 you know comparing this to to what we do now, I think it's uh, we don't have the time, we don't have the effort. We're tired. Like who's who's not tired? Even physically tired, emotionally tired, right? Like life is hard. You know, just everything is going you know in in a very fast pace. I don't have the mentality or the energy or everything to actually, you know, strip and deep clean, right? I don't have that. But on the other hand, just knowing what I'm missing should be the motivation, right? So something new that is always motivating, right? Always exciting, always exciting. And in order to keep and to value that new, you need to totally get rid of the old, right? Again, even, even our level, you have a new piece of furniture that is beautiful, right? You can't just, bring it in into an old you know style thing and just put it there it will lose everything right but you are so excited that you are willing even to pay more right and to lose if i may say lose the old and get rid of it even if it means that you you have to to pay more in order to bring that new to life right so yes we're tired yes we are we have no time yes we have no energy yes it's easier yes everything but we have to keep in mind what is the new all about what is the new all about? and that's why again this passage comes right after the passage of what that he is the bridegroom he is the new he's the wedding right party so with that in mind that can should keep us actually excited for for keeping and for not compromising and for say okay it is it is that that mindset that I need to reject the new again. The mindset doesn't mean that things will change right away, but it means the awareness and working towards getting rid of the old and replacing everything with the new, right? And through the work of the spirit, through the church, through the sacrament, through the Eucharist, through the the reading, through the prayer, through the fellowship. All those things becomes again renewing agents in order to keep the new new and to get rid of the old. So I wanna I have a question a question. Yes. So um is it the people around us could have like got work in them so we don't be complacent with our relationship with God? It means like um, if I'm too comfortable in area which is not the perfect um, situation that I should be in, um, 
since my bridegroom is Jesus Christ, then through trials, through people, maybe through advice, uh, through talk, um, we could, um, God could send us that message that this is not it. And uh, we get guided in, 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 in the way that he wants us. It's not just us only contemplating about him all the time. Uh, if we are in the right place, if we are too complacent or, or we are with him enjoying all of that. So if, if I understand you correct, it's it's not only, you know, it's, it, God uses everything surrounding us in order to keep that renewal, right? If that's what you're talking about more. But I have to yes. be, I have to be, to be ready and I have to be aware and I have to be watchful, right? That yes, God would 100% use everything as, as a way to renew our, our, our mind all the time, right? Events, circumstances, stories, uh, uh, incidents, people who are struggling, people who are uh, enjoying everything, bad and good, right? And, and that's, right. that's, that's the, the, the spiritual person that is led by the spirit that can see God and relate to God in everything, right? And bring everything to the bottom line of that, which is, again, to stay with the new. To stay with the new right so, so my question is was like is that real and what i grasp from your answer it it will be different from one another it could be exactly. this is my language and it could be right. so it couldn't be the language for someone else but that is that god, possible yes god deals with each one of us in a different way but it's 100 percent possible that he uses whatever we are in or circumstances or people in order to to, to keep that mind new, right? Again, when 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 you hear, for example, that so and so, again, here we are, we're just back again to the World Cup, you know, all the glory and all the glamour and all the, the achievement and everything. And then again, like really, so what's after this, right? With all that and it's gone. So you know, it, it's a lesson. How can, again, not, yes, it's, it's, it's good to excel and to reach certain achievement, but is my whole life should be, be, be linked to that or not? Or I should actually try to live that new life, to renew the mind more, right? To understand more, right. to experience more. So definitely God can use everything surrounding us in order to reach the point of uh, what he's talking about here, that you know, do not put... The, the 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 old do not mix the old with the new do not do not try to compromise the relationship do not try to compromise christianity right you try to 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 take something from here and there and there and then you come up with something else like that's that's not what i want that's not what i want again the idea that again that we die every day when we die every day we are resurrecting every day with him right and that's why we say every Morning is a new day, is the resurrection again. That means that the old is gone, right? The old is gone, the mindset that, okay, I am not, I do not, again, back again to the passage of Peter. He says, before the passage that we read, he talks about it as uh, foreigners and sojourners, right? So that idea, that means what? That we are, we're not from this world. So that means that we need to live that new life, right? Because I cannot be attached to something that will 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 keep me always 
uh, in the old mindset and not being renewed by the new mindset. Awesome. If that's the case. Thank you. Uh, the idea, again, last thing I want to know before, before we end today, I think the idea of the mm -hmm. understanding that, that uh, what does it mean again to, to not to mix and not to compromise? I think it's very, very important. And that, and how, again, how we can use our faith in order to stay uh, renewed all the time. You know the, the mind by as we as we talked a couple of weeks ago that there is always movement either towards God or towards the world. Right? So there is there is that movement, right? And that movement, you know, again, it's the same thing, either moving towards the old or moving toward towards the new, right? How can you stay with with the direction towards the new? I I, I look at it as as the magnet, right? The magnet that you can either you know be be attracted to the to to which pole right the new or the old the new or the old the stronger the magnet the stronger the 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 the, the attachment right so I think you know look at it this way that what what we do what we practice whether from prayers or attending services or liturgies or fasting or celebrating days all those things should be that magnet that gives us the reason to be renewed all the time okay. while if i don't do this in the right mindset or i don't do it at all or i i, I kind of like uh, let go of 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 those things definitely there is another power that will be that will be will will will, will bring us and attract us to to the wrong direction to the wrong direction so it's 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 amazing how all this is coming again uh right you know as he is teaching let's not get also uh, uh you know uh, lose track of 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 the text itself what's been happening right he is he's in Capernaum. He is teaching, he's performing miracles. He is uh, meeting with the people. He went to the house of Matthew with all the, the sick and all the sinners and all the tax collectors. And now he is actually proving his point again. Why am I, why I'm teaching? Because I'm teaching because, oh. you know, I am the physician, I am the bridegroom and I am the new wine. He is the new wine. He is the one that is actually giving himself and pouring himself. And wine, as we said before, is always kind of, you know, back again to the idea of, of, the, of the wedding and the bride and the bridegroom. Wine is always a symbol of, of festivity, festivity, that, that there, is, there is joy in that. So don't spoil the joy by not allowing and not wanting to let go of the old, not let go of the old. And, and again, I think it's, it's as simple as, again, that prayer, which is renew your Holy Spirit, in you, renew that spirit. So, so the heart is renewed. The heart is always uh, uh, attracted to him. But I think before all that, we have to, to ask ourselves again every day, are we really willing to commit our life to him or not? Are we really willing to commit that life or we're just going on with uh, just because that's who we are and that's it? Questions or thoughts?
Okay. So we're we're um, one passage away from finishing chapter two. Well, uh, there's you know we can probably use it and or go through it and then start chapter three also uh, this coming uh, Friday, God willing, and then we uh, we continue that. I think it's just uh, as we said before the idea of of reading again and uh, contemplating again about uh, the, the 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 text that is that is presenting Christ to us as the the servant as the teacher as the healer the one that is coming in order to to change right in order to forgive in order to give us a new life how can we how we can you know uh apply that in our lives and how we can do that i think it's very important you know one thing maybe we can we can focus on this week again is really looking at ourselves and see are we just you know patching our life partially patching our life or we're actually into that newness all the time what is it that uh, that i'm doing that might be just kind of like a, a partial patching instead of fully committed uh to his to his work and to his presence okay sounds good we'll uh, meet hopefully in person next uh, next friday for those who are local and then uh We'll continue the study together after this. All right, let's pray. In the name of the Father and Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, and dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you for your words, Lord, that always gives us, Lord, the, the meaning and the reason and gives us, Lord, the understanding of how we should uh, live with you, Lord, uh, as you want us to always uh, uh, be renewed, being uh, committed to you, Lord, and not just uh, taking the things that we like and just not not willing to die daily, Lord, uh, and, and, and being resurrected daily by your power, by your spirit, Lord. I pray, Lord, that uh, uh, you really give us that uh, mindset and give us the grace and the power to to move on, Lord, uh, as uh, new mindset and uh, being being. Uh, renewed daily by by transformed daily by renewing our mind lord to to get to that uh, day lord that we see you lord as you are see you face to face lord and living in that newness of life every day praying for uh, my brothers and sisters for those who are away those who are not with us lord uh, that uh, you bring us all lord to you as the shepherd of our souls and hear our prayer and supplication prayers of all your saints Yes, we say, Lord, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. Give us this day, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass. Lead us not temptation, but deliver us from thee. Thy the kingdom, the power, the glory, now and forever to the ages of all ages. Amen. Thank you. Go in peace, have a good night, and Merry Christmas to uh, everybody, those who are celebrating and those who are uh, acknowledging the 25th. And uh, yeah. we'll see you next week, God willing. Take care, everyone. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Thank you, Abuna. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.